0: You are listening to the Awake Athlete Podcast. I'm Jess Kamkowski, endurance athlete and mindset coach, here to share with you perspectives and contemplations from a 10,000-foot view of life. What's happening, Awake Athletes? I'm back. I got my Night Scout hat on. I'm in my podcast closet. I haven't replaced the light bulb yet because this Night Scout hat is amazing. I love it. Keeps me, like, super focused and... Um, we, I have a, uh, a couple more things hanging in the closet, which I think is improving the sound quality. <laughs> it's pretty funny that I'm in this closet right now. <laughs> yeah, I hope everything is going well in your world and you're enjoying season two and you're not forgetting about season one because, man, those 13 episodes really lay some serious foundation. And I think you're going to see that um, there's repetitive themes because the work is always the same. It's very, very simple. And the mind always wants to overcomplicate everything. It wants to analyze everything. And if that little monkey is not under your control, it can wreak havoc. It is a magnificent tool, but a terrible master. And I think one of the situations in our athletic experience, in our life experience, where we get to see what a terrible master this thing is, if it's not under our, you know, if it's not under our command, is when we're injured. So I had, um, I'm coming back from an injury, which I never had fully diagnosed, because it just didn't, it just didn't matter to me. I just didn't need that in this situation. Um, But I'm intuitively confident that it was complications of a heel spur. I've never, this, ooh, ooh, this pain was something else, you guys. It was tasty. And sometimes I just, sometimes I just love injuries that give you like no choice, right? It's like, you're not running. You're not running. So my last run was in August and I did seven miles. I remember coming home and I was like, Felt it like the whole run, but it wasn't that bad, right? Like, oh, it's not that bad. And then I woke up the next morning and I put my foot on the ground and I thought my whole lower body was gonna crumble and I was gonna throw up. And that's when I was like, okay, you're done. Like there's no 15-minute warm-up and then run. Like there's no there's no more running there until further notice, just you are not running anymore. And so I told coach, I was like yeah, I am not running. This is no good. It is not getting better. It is I'm not maintaining anything. I am just increasing high levels of acute inflammation and pain. I don't want to do that anymore. You know that you got to take a break when you cannot imagine doing something pain-free. I mean, it does it really need to get to that point? God, it's gotten to that point with me so many times. So I've learned um this has been an amazing injury i really I really have enjoyed it um it has been a wonderful reference point for where I am in my relationship to sport, and um I am getting back now I'm doing run walking and i just I'm just in no rush. I feel so blissful, and I have to tell you that the running feels amazing I'm really really grateful. I am so grateful. So let's go back to when I realized I was like at a commission. So the first thing I did was I made a really quick list. Okay. And the the list says no more running until further notice. So what can I do? Solution energy. What's the problem? The problem is I can't put my heel on the ground, and I cannot run, and I love to run. Let alone, I mean, I couldn't run t- t- into the kitchen, let alone an ultramarathon. That was the problem. Now, what's the solution? The solution is what can I do? Zoom out. Zoom way the heck out. What is it that I love? I love to move my body. I love to feel strong. I love to feel balanced. I love to get my heart rate up. I love to keep my heart rate down. I love to just move and feel fit. So what were things that I could do? So here was my short little list. Walking, and that one's got a question mark because walking wasn't uh, pain-free. Biking. But I didn't have a bike. So there was a question mark there. Strength. The cool thing about this injury was I could still do all my one-legged exercises, which was amazing. So I could continue to work on glute strength and core stability and balance and all that good stuff. Yoga. Yoga was fine. Warrior 2 was a different story. Because if you know Warrior 2, that back foot's at about like a 45 degree angle or so. It doesn't matter. Don't Don't let anybody tell you it needs to be at any kind of angle. You got to find what's right in your body um and that that caused pain so there was a couple warrior 2s that almost took me down but for for you know 99.9% of yoga I could do I could meditate more oh yes that is always what we can do you guys meditation puts us into that healing nervous system hello when <laughs> we're in the healing nervous system guess what we heal And the cool thing about us humans is that when one thing heals, everything heals. We're not different departments. We are just one big piece, body, mind, and spirit. And when we learn something, we don't just learn it in that one thing. We learn it everywhere. We learn it all across our life, and it's up to us to apply it. I could watch movies that made me feel good, that put me in a place where I felt good, you know, like where I would laugh or I would just have that inspiration, right? I would, ultra running um, documentaries, I love watching those because I just get, oh, I get super pumped up. Um, Sometimes I needed to watch a movie that just made me cry so I could move the emotion, right? Everything is energy. So when we have an injury in the body, it's just energy that is on the move, When I was in massage school, that was really that had a profound effect on my relationship with the body, because for ten years I was in school for about two and a half years. It was a very comprehensive program, and it was an amazing school in Boulder, Colorado. And then, just because I was such a crazy overachiever, I just studied the body, 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 for like ten years, studied the body. And then, of course, I switched and went in and started studying the mind and I've been doing that quite comprehensively for the last 10 years which has been um oh, amazing okay so the perspective that I gained when I was in massage school was you know when we experience injury I think we look at it as a bad thing and the perspective that I adopted after understanding injury so my focus in massage school and in my private practice was sports and orthopedic massage. So I worked with a lot of people who had injuries. And um, and watching the progress of the injury and the people who fought it and the people who didn't and the people who allowed and the people who did what I told them to do for self-care and came in regularly, you know, they were always the ones that were back. Quicker. The ones who fought it, the ones who had the poor me, who gave into the egoic impulses of the injury, you know, it was always slower. What we resist persists. So the perspective that I adopted was like, when we get injured, it's not bad. It's actually like, let's celebrate it because, as far as I'm concerned, it's movement of energy, it's healing. That was energy that was stuck. It was festering. And yeah, it hurts and it takes a while because it's been in there and it's been festering and getting moldy and cold and lonely and rotting. And yeah, that's how that kind of energy feels when it leaves. And so I had some really old stuff leaving through my heel. And, um, Just felt really, really grateful that it was finally at the surface and it was finally making its exit. And I just, I didn't need it to go away, which was one of the greatest things that was a light was shined on during this injury. I didn't need it to go away. Like I was okay with it just being there and giving it the time because after studying so much about the body and understanding the inflammation process and the body's inherent wisdom and its mechanisms to heal, you know, I am just in awe of this temple that I live in. Just in awe of this beautiful, strong, just miraculous temple that I live in. And so how could I ever be upset about it? Because it's always working on my behalf. Always. So let's dive in a little bit to this. So biking, what did I do? I bought a bike. I took money out of our savings account and I bought a bike, I bought a canyon, bought a road bike and immediately started riding, no pain, made the investment in myself and started to see my fitness go up on training peaks. I went and saw my PT. Remove the doubt, you guys. For this situation, I just I didn't feel like I needed an X ray or an MRI or anything like that, but I did want to seek the guidance of my PT because Dr. Dave from Inside Out Strength and Performance here in Carlsbad is just, as my girlfriend said to me when we were at the Tahoe 100, he's a strength magician. And that was all I needed to hear. I was like, I'm all in, I'm done managing things in my body. So I went and saw Dave, I removed the doubt. And I kept moving the body. I kept doing things that made me feel strong. And if there was days where I didn't feel like doing anything, although I don't feel like there was a lot of those, um, you know, I would rest and I would take it easy. And I just reframed my circumstances as, my gosh, for the last three years, I've run all these ultras. I have banked so much strength. And now this injury is allowing me to absorb, adapt, and actually get fitter. During this injury, which was the longest break I've had from running, I just focused on my foundation, focused on my foundation, focused on my foundation, which for so many years I didn't do, and I got away with it until I didn't anymore, and then I sought the help of my PT. So focusing on what we can do helps to keep our mindset in a positive solution-oriented place, And it's okay if you feel crappy about what's happening or you feel sad about what's happening. Let that move through you and move on. Let it move through you, cry, scream, punch a pillow, get it out, and move on. Don't allow the mind to analyze it. Don't overcomplicate it. Your focus is the invitation. So it comes up, you feel it, and don't attach to it. Watch all the thoughts that want to create the drama and the story. Just feel what you're feeling. Put your focus on your breath, not all those thoughts. They're not helpful. They're all fear-based. Feel what's going on and then move on back into solution mode. Back into solution mode. Always pivoting. Always redirecting, you guys. Always. So, Here's another really cool thing with the more meditation. This is basically visualization, right? Say you want to, you, you've got a race coming up and all those fear-based thoughts about like, oh, you were doing so well, uh, or maybe you weren't consistent and said, I'm going to start on this day, and then you you physically were not able to start on that day, and now you've got all this like regret, I should have been consistent, blah, blah, blah. First of all, be consistent. I mean, be consistent with your training, be consistent with your meditation, be consistent because you love yourself, be consistent because you're worth it, be consistent because you're an awake athlete, and mastery is your only option. And without consistency, this is not going to work. You're never going to get off of first base. You're never going to get around the bases to home plate. You're just not. So you can use visualization in your meditations. And so here's the thing that most people miss about visualization. You want to practice the feeling. You could literally do an interval workout in your mind in meditation. You know how it feels. You know how intensity feels. You know how when you're like, let's say you're running and you're doing, you're on the track You know how you feel like, okay, relax the shoulders, you know, relax the arms and, you know, nice and tall. And you can feel that in your body as you sit in meditation. So that is the piece that so many people miss in visualization. You want to feel it. If you are taken out of your sport, one of your sports, all of your sports, meditate more and visualize. Like have a meditation where you're just visualizing. Do some breathing. I love the in for two, out for four, get yourself nice and relaxed, and then go into the visualization of this workout. If you're somebody that's been in sport for a while, you know, you know, an interval workout and what it looks like. So spend five, 10 minutes breathing and go into some of those sets in your mind. See yourself, feel yourself relaxing. Feel the effort, hear the breath, recall your memory. You guys, this is how we use the mind as a tool. Recall some of these faculties, bring them into your experience, and guess what? Your body is going to shift. Your cells are going to shift. The subconscious does not know the difference between it happening in meditation or it happening on the track. It doesn't. This is why visualization prior to a race, it works. works. But it works so much better when you feel it, right? Feel what it's like to get on the bike. Hear your feet clip in. Feel what it's like to reach down, grab your water bottle. Feel those spots maybe in your neck or your shoulder that always get tight and relax them. So use this injury time to heal. But you can continue to keep training by focusing on what you can do. And remember that the focus is your invitation. So a lot of times when we're feeling something that is contrast, in contrast to what we want, right? So injured, when we want to be not injured, we talk about it a lot. Oh, we talk about it. So stop talking about it so much You ta- and be really frugal with who you talk to. I share... A lot with my husband that I don't share with anybody else because I know that he is allowing me to be where I am without judgment and without throwing up all of his projection onto me. Because if you start talking about injury, the first thing somebody's gonna do is they're gonna start talking about their injury, right? And how bad it was. You guys, what we focus on expands in our life. So have some self-regulation there. Go in. Commune with the part of you that is never injured, never sick, never in fear, never in lack, never in impatience. Who you truly are never rushes. Never rushes. Never is scared of the unknown. It never fears because it knows that there is nothing to fear. You are healthy, complete, powerful, and loving right now. You are not in lack of anything. If you can remind yourself of this, notes, journaling, meditation, the physical will catch up quicker. We slow down our healing by talking about it, complaining about it, expanding it, fighting it, um, indulging in misery. It can be celebrated. It can be healing. It can be the break that you need, the break that perhaps you may not have taken unless you were injured. Oh boy, I know that one. I hope that's helpful. What can I do? anytime we're in any kind of problem, what can I do? Stay in that solution because that's going to keep you in the mindset where you're going to see more evidence of what you want.